Welcome, traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson, and this is Are You Green? A quick overview of the stock market with top news and my personal swing trades. Today is Friday, February 12th, and it's the end of a positive green week. For the market that is, my personal week is another story. But the S&P 500 is still very high, even with a flat day today. And even though it's just kind of sitting there, it is in the green. The technology sector started a drop off the open this morning. I thought it was going to have a red day, but that rallied as well. And the XLK technology sec sector of the S&P 500 is also green. And the question everybody wants to know, are you green in my personal accounts? Yes, I am. And I am happy about the sales that I made this week, but I didn't enter into as many swing trades as I would like, although I did start one. And I'm just going to be looking for big opportunities next week and we'll touch on that. Speaking of my personal accounts, as you guys know, it has been a um, tough week for me and my family. And I it just makes me remember how lucky I am to have my family in the first place, especially when it comes to um, finances. I grew up not only, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but you know, my parents and my father did, you know, excite me about the stock market even when I was younger. But I really always remember my mom taking care of finances, sitting on the at the table and balancing her checkbook. Growing up, just seeing these moves definitely, um, you know, reinforced the importance of having your finances controlled and uh, what you can really do with the money, which is to provide for your family. Because, you know, I grew up in a very nice household, um, you know, and, and I'm very fortunate to have a family that budgeted and and was able to provide for me. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention is a memory that I had. I think I was like 12 or 13, maybe even younger, but I still remember it clear as day walking in to the security service credit union it was in the mall I'm from San Antonio Texas so that's where it is and security service is a small local credit union and I felt so excited and like you know kind of like big and independent to be walking in there with my mom as she set up a joint account for us and made sure that the account was in my name to start building my credit so early on in my life. I am so grateful that, you know, I had my mom as this, you know, strong female figure showing what you can do with your life if you manage your savings. And, you know, she wanted to instill the, that financial knowledge in me as a very young kid um, and she really did so um, I love you mom happy Valentine's Day and um, you know thank you so much again for all of the listeners I hope that this story reinforces that you can make an impact on your family by sharing with them you know finances it's something that a lot of people don't talk about enough but I can guarantee even if you don't have a kid to teach finances to there's somebody in your family that could use your financial savvy and um and you know could you guys can work together to really make sure that your family is financially stable um so you know please make sure that you you know do have a plan for your finances and savings a lot of people don't grow up knowing that they need a savings account so again i'm fortunate that i had that and 
And with Valentine's Day coming up, you know, just remember that it's not about the lavish gifts. It really is just about love and connection, um, which is something that we really need after the year that we've had. However, the, the economist in me is saying that what you really should do is create a gift budget for yourself and your family and, you know, buy something special for Valentine's Day, something special for these holidays um, to, you know, really lift your spirits. And as long as you have price ranges for how much you're going to spend on gifts, how much you're going to spend on something special, then you can't go wrong. Um, so it is important to budget. And um, and I would say, you know, do spend your money, pump money into the economy as much as you can at your own level, right? So everyone is going to have a different price range for gifts, and that's fine. And if you don't have the ability to give a gift, especially on a holiday like Valentine's Day, I think you can make a connection just by writing something, calling them, doing something special, a photo, a video. So um, there's lots of things you can do there. So that's my touch on Valentine's Day as it is going to be this Sunday. When we come back, I am going to go over the top news. We have vaccine distribution news. We have news with Moderna. We also have to review the next week as well because it is going to be a busy week in the market and then talking more about semiconductor chips and of course my personal trades. So stay tuned. Welcome back. Let's start with the vaccine news. Vaccine distribution is definitely ramping up. We're seeing more days that um, have ticked the 2 million vaccines given box. So that's really great. Johnson & Johnson got approved by the FDA for emergency use. And this is one I've been looking forward to because it only has one shot. So I think that that complicates, um, that that you know, makes it a little bit simpler. Um, and especially as we see these issues around the country, with people not knowing how to get their second shot. The CDC finally came out with guidelines to reopen schools. This has been a frustrating point because we really do need schools reopened to get the, our economy going again, make, making sure that people who might have dropped out of the workforce to take care of their kids can go back to the workforce. And none of that is going to happen without schools, not to mention the pain that this pandemic is putting on children um, growing up in this world. So I'm excited that the CDC finally came out with those guidelines. Hopefully we'll see more and more um, schools reopen. Moderna is also hitting the um, spotlight as they're trying to figure out how to fit more doses per vial delivered. This was something that um, they said that they you know, were cautious about when they first released the vaccine and they didn't want to push too many doses per vial, but now they're really looking into it and seeing if they can, you know, add more doses. And that's going to really, really help with production and the supply chain and so on. So we're going to keep on top of that. We also have seen an influx of Bitcoin news. I reported on Monday about Tesla putting a lot of their cash into Bitcoin, and it was painful because just a few days later, news came out revealing how Bitcoin is actually mined and how much the power, how much of computer power and process it takes to mine Bitcoin. This is actually a ton 
of energy consumption that it goes through to create the Bitcoin with these basically supercomputers. And they're burning fossil fuels and its pollution is just as much as some small countries. So this news hit Elon Musk hard. It also hit the Bitcoin market hard. So we did see a decline in the mark in, in Bitcoin for the first time in a while, um, even though I think it's back up again today. But this news, you know, because Elon Musk, um, you know, is always talking about how environmentally friendly his company is, you know, this definitely hit Tesla a little bit hard. And um, with that Tesla going down, I did start a small swing trade on them. I got filled at 791. My target is 822. I do think that Tesla will continue to grow past that. But again, I'm just, you know, short term swing, swing trading this uh, Tesla news. And um, I will probably buy more if it, if it goes lower. So we'll see where that is. Overall, the market this week, as I mentioned, is having its second straight week of positive growth. So what's driving this? Well, energy is up, all different types of media companies, both digital with Twitter being up and um, some more traditional media with Comcast being up. And a lot of these media companies are hitting their all time highs. Another thing that we're seeing push the markets is optimism around new stimulus bill coming out soon. So that's also driving our market up and people are still in high demand of tech items and new cars and that's what's driving our semiconductor chip industry and their shortage i've been talking about this shortage for a few months now so I know a lot of you listeners understand that there is this shortage. I've talked about how these semiconductor chips are in everything, so many types of products. It's insane. And the SMH, you know, semiconductor index, um, which is a great one to invest in if you, you know, don't want to get into the minutia of the, each company. It trades under SMH and it's having its best week since November. The issue is, is that they are still having this problem within their supply chain. So even though the high demand is great, it's obviously pushing these companies up. It's not sustainable unless they can deliver, right? So there are talks about President Biden signing an executive order to look into the chip supply chain and do a review. They're saying it's going to be like a 90-day review, um, and it could also reveal some scrutiny around the um, semiconductor chips and those companies. So we'll have to keep a close eye eye on that. A lot of experts are saying that these companies, they need to be constantly looking forward right now to how they're going to fix their own supply chain issue. And one of the things they need are more fabrication facilities. A lot of times they use an acronym. It's just FAB, F-A-B. And this is talking about fabrication facilities for these semiconductor chips, because in the past, a lot of them have basically outsourced this. But now Samsung and more companies are starting to build their own fabrication facilities and building those places in the United States. So um, we'll follow the news as it you know as it comes with that uh, with that um, chip supply chain review at the White House. Speaking of the White House, next week we're going to see Robin Hood CEO to Capitol Hill. It's planned for Thursday. This is a part, uh, this is the start of some of the hearings that we were talking about might come based on what happened with GameStop and Robin Hood. So I'm going to be really excited to report on that next week. 
I was going to talk about next week later, but let's just dive right into it. Um, Next week is going to be a shortened week because Monday is President's Day. So the stock market is not open um, on Monday. So keep that in mind. And uh, shorter weeks tend to be exciting times in the market. So we'll see what happens there. We have retail sales numbers that are going to be coming out from January. So I'm going to be looking into the retail stocks, seeing if there's any opportunities to take advantage of any emotional and selling there. And then we also have another big week keyed up for earnings. It's really going to start on Tuesday. We've got Plantier Technologies, PLTR, CVS, trades under CVS, um, and then something that I'm holding, Ecolab, ECL, is also going to be uh, reporting before the market open on Tuesday. Um, And then after the market closes on Tuesday, you also have uh, 43 companies reporting then, um, like Bed Bath & Beyond, oh, sorry, no, it's Beyond Gaming, BYD, um, as well as some of the other um, companies on this list, it might be a good, that might that might be a good thing to watch. And then we have Wednesday with another big earnings day um, with 82 companies reporting after the close. Thursday, we've also got some uh, major earnings there, including um, I think Thursday is, is Walmart, Fiverr, um, and Hormel Foods. So th- those should be interesting. So do you know keep your eyes peeled next week for any options to um, profit from any emotional sales due to earnings season. Um, so we'll continue to watch that next week. And for my personal trades, I did have a lot of sales that went through this week. Um, so Coca-Cola, I sold a small piece for $50.95. My average was $48.85. So I made over two points on that. Ecolab, I sold almost all of it for $217.80. My average was $210.34. So that's over seven point gain. I have the last piece on as um, a sell at 219 and normally I would be concerned because earnings are coming up for Ecolab but because it's just such a small piece and I know the longevity of the company I'm not really worried about taking this through earnings Um, and it might even be an opportunity to add again um, into that ticker so we'll see. I sold out of Riot for an average of 37. It's 10 points above my last sell and since my average was 18 overall this was a 19 point gain. So it's crazy because that trade started off as one of the riskier ones that I took. And I told you guys, don't follow me. It's going to be risky. And it you know, is ending up to be one of the best trades I've had this year. Um, so, you know, you just, you never know what the market is going to throw at you. I did also sell out of EA for 143.65. My average was 138.40. So about a five point gain. And my new swing is with TTWO. This is a, um, a, a interactive software company, take two interactive software. My average on this, um, swing trade is 199.60 and I have targets at 205 and 210 as well as buy levels um, a little bit later on. I wanted to see 
how the ticker moved today before I added to my position. But I really like the move that it had today. It, it you know, fell um, a little flat and hit some lows off the open. And then it really climbed up and rallied up towards a weekly pivot point at 200. So I'm hoping that tomorrow we'll get a dip there. Not tomorrow, sorry, Tuesday. We'll get a dip there. I'll size in a little bit more into this swing and then, you know, hold um, my first sell at 205. So I'm excited to see where that one goes this week. Again, thank you all for your understanding as me and my family go through this difficult uh, personal time, but I hope that everybody has a great weekend. And I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be thinking about trading next week, making some plans for earnings. So if you've got a minute this weekend, you should definitely check out the Earnings Whisperer. That is my favorite website for looking at the earnings calendar and really just finding quick information. So it's EarningsWhispers.com, or you could just Google Earnings Whispers. So that's um, um, some a really great free tool that you know will give you uh, a calendar of earnings and have some other fun information there. So um, I look forward to trading again with you all next week. Take care. Until then, make sure that you're planning your trade and trading your plan. <laughs>